0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from A Book for Today by William Crosby Hunter, published in 1918. Let's start today by getting a little personal. That's a good way to establish a good idea in place of a bad one. Are you pleasant to live with? Keep this personal question before you, even if you are cocksure that you can answer yes. Maybe there are some little pings, rattles, or gratings you are not aware of. Few of us are honest when looking for our own faults. There may be some sand in your gearbox. It won't hurt you to keep this personal question alive for a few days. Am I really pleasant to live with? I love pleasant people, whether they are fat or lean, tall or short, homely or handsome, republicans or democrats, business people or artisans. The complaining unpleasant grouch is like a bear with a toothache. Miserable themselves, they spread misery all around. The ordinary woman or man with a healthy funny bone will spread more cheerfulness and sunshine than a bench full of sad and solemn justices of the supreme court, or pulpit full of preachers. What a different story would have been written of Job if he had only hired a servant who could dance a jig, and whistle a sprightly tune while cooking breakfast. King David was a man after my own heart. He brought gladsome songs into the world. He said, Live the way of pleasantness. You can pray, sing, work, think, rest, play or hope. You can be well or ill, rich or poor, and still be pleasant to live with. Being pleasant helps you to be strong in body and mind, and it keeps you young a long time. It's good medicine. I know it for a fact. My little motto is, be pleasant every morning until ten o'clock, and the rest of the day will take care of itself. It has brought sunshine into many homes, In true success to my life. If you frown, it will soon get to be a habit, and give you a heavy heart. If you smile, your face will be attractive, no matter how unlucky you were in the lottery of beauty. Be pleasant, and you will never feel old. Pleasant disposition is a sure route to happy lands and happy homes. Old Ponce de Leon lost out in searching for the fountain of youth. If he had been pleasant, he would have kept a smile on his wife's face, and there would have been no excuse to leave her to find the mythical fountain. Chocolate cake, bacon and smiles, beat lobster, champagne and frowns. A country is thrice blessed with peaceful, happy homes. For happy homes are the strength of a nation. So be pleasant in your home. Make your children feel home is the pleasantest place in the world. Every act and example is written in a child's memory tablet. Let your hours with your children be loving, laughing, living hours. Pat them on the head. Joke with them. Whisper affection. Express love to them. Those acts will be remembered in all their years to come. For you are planting everlasting plants that may pass on to a hundred generations and make children happy a thousand years from now. Be pleasant to live with, and you will have more pleasant things to live for. There will be kindnesses, kisses, beauty, health, peace, fun, happiness, and contentment coming your way all along the great big road of life you are traveling. Be pleasant to live with, and the people will turn to you as you pass, and reflect your cheerfulness like the sunflowers turn to face the sun. Be pleasant, Don't be cross and crab because someone else in your household is not pleasant. Do your part. You will likely thereby cure the frown habit on the face of the unfortunate disturber of your peace. Make yourself right before you criticize your life partner. And it all begins by answering this question. Am I pleasant to live with? Don't fool yourself in the matter. Get right down to brass tacks with yourself. Watch your moves, acts, and attitude for ten days carefully before answering the question. If your answer is no, now is your time to change your attitude and try the pleasant plan. And here is my blessing and good wishes to achieving that end. Remember that there is fun, interest, and diversion all around us. All we need is keen observation, and we will see much that passes unnoticed to the preoccupied person. What an interesting thing is this great round world we live in. The people are as interesting as fish in an aquarium. See the rushing, surging crowd. Humanity pushes along, searching for necessary things to be done. We build cities, harness rivers, make ships to sail the seas to the uttermost parts of the earth. We go to war. We build death-dealing devices that destroy in a few minutes a beautiful cathedral which has taken centuries to build we make the desert blossom like a rose. The world is filled with business professionals, tradespeople, and financiers, all busy bees deeply absorbed in their respective interests, and intoxicated in the belief that they are important and greatly necessary. Yet in the broad measure of ages, they are mere ripples on the sea of time, Faint bubbles on the eternal deep, and grains of sand at the mountain foot. Away from the crowd is the little group who have learned a great truth, which is that happiness is not to be bought with gold. This little minority knows that mental pleasures are best, that mental pleasures cannot be found on the great highway of material conquest. The wise individual is the one who gets fullness out of life, happiness, respect, content, freedom from worry, who is busy doing useful things, busy helping others, busy training their children, busy spreading sunshine and love, and the close together feeling in their home circle. The hardened, senseless, money-mad dollar worshiper knows not peace. Smiles seldom linger on their lips. Peace never rests in their bosom. Cheer never lights their face. The money chaser is up and doing, working like a Trojan, because occupation takes their mind off the painful picture of their misspent opportunity. And their destroyed natural instinct. When fighting for gold, they forget their appalling poverty in the really worthwhile things of the world. Money received as reward for doing things worthwhile is certainly laudable. We cannot sit idly by and neglect to earn money to provide food, shelter and education for our loved ones. But between times, We should seek the wealth that comes from right mental employment. The money-chasing millionaire thinks, dreams, and gets dollars. And that is all. The worthwhile woman and man think kindness, usefulness, self-improvement, community, and love. And in return, they get happiness. Live for more than money. Live for an ideal, a great goal, regardless of the odds. Be one of the few who cannot be kept down by circumstances or obstacles. Carry on with confidence in your heart and a smile on your face. Do not lie in wait for the bandwagon or favorable winds. Make things happen now. Be alert and alive to every favorable opportunity and helpful influence that comes your way. The ones who do so are the women and men of good health. They are out of doors much. They carry their heads high and breathe in good air deeply. They greet friends with a smile and put meaning and feeling into every handshake. Let's you and I follow their trail, for it leads out onto the big road of life. Do not fear being misunderstood. Right will finally come into its own. We must simply keep our minds off our enemies and keep our thoughts on our purpose. We must make up our minds what we want to do. We must mark a straight line on the log and hew it to that line. Fear is the dope drug that kills initiative. Hate the poison that shatters clear thinking. Hate and fear are the iron ore in our life's vessel. They deflect the compass and prevent us from holding to the course. There are splendid, worthwhile things for us to do, and with continuity of action, and singleness of purpose on our part. The days will pass by as we are seizing opportunity and making use of the things required for the fulfillment of our desires. We are like the coral insect that takes from the running tide the material to build a solid fortress. Our running tide is made up of the gliding golden days. Let's waste no time in trying to make friends, or in seeking to attach ourselves to others. True friends are not caught by pursuit. They come to us. They happen through circumstances we do not create. Self-reliance is ours, and we must first use it for our own betterment. We will then have a surplus of energy to allow us to help others. Breathe good air, bask in the sunshine, see nature, and say to yourself, All these treasures are for me, all these things I am a part of. Today is ours, live freely, fully today. Be unafraid, unhurried, and undisturbed. We are building character, and the way we build it is by our mental attitude. By our acts and by the way we employ the precious moments of today, put yourself in harmony with nature, realize the wonderful power of the will, and you will be strong, a veritable king or queen among the crowd.